Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by JMB Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome into Seder Stories. My name is Elijah Gonzalez. We thank you for tuning in here on another COVID-19 edition of Seder Stories. And we are pleased to be joined by Maureen McGarity, the new head women's basketball coach here at Holy Cross. Maureen, we thank you for joining us here on the podcast. Your first time now on, the, uh, on Seder Stories. Uh, again, we thank you, though, for joining us here today. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. It's an honor and I'm so excited to actually, you know, finally meet everybody in person, face to face. I'm getting a lot of screen time with it with new people, but it's awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is the first time we have to meet virtually. I guess this is kind of the new way uh, right now during this uh, during this time. But um, you know, I want to get kind of started, and and we've we've seen you know on on virtual meetings and things like that. We've seen you talk and discuss about how much Holy Cross has meant to you through your basketball career. What does this opportunity really mean for you to get this head coaching position here at Holy Cross in such a special place? Yeah, absolutely. I think Holy Cross has always just been a place as a a player, as an assistant coach and a head coach um, that I've always just had, you know, really just kept on a high pedestal, I guess you could say. You know, I was recruited by Holy Cross out of high school. I grew up in New York went to a Catholic high school, got recruited and loved the school, loved everything. It's, you know, everything Holy Cross stands for just with the Jesuit tradition and uh, academic excellence, uh, basketball. I mean, um, you know, and then as, as my career kind of continued on as an assistant coach, obviously coaching in the Patriot League, uh, and then the last 10 years as the head coach at UNH being in New England, um, you know, it's just always been a place that I always envisioned myself being, you know, a really good fit, I think, uh, just like I said, and, and, and the more I learned about the job and got a chance to meet Marcus and I think his enthusiasm about where the athletic department is going is, is contagious, you know, and just talking to him got me really, really excited about the opportunity and, um, you know, it's just one of those jobs, I think, in, in college coaching that there's certain jobs throughout your career as you're working and, you always love where you are. And I always said it, it's going to take a really special place for me to leave UNH. Um, and I, I love my time there. And it, I'll always have a special place in my heart for, for UNH. But, you know, Holy Cross was that place. So I'm just honored. And I'm so excited to, to get there and <laughs> to get the chance to, you know, step foot back on campus. Um, but it's, it's, been a, it's been a thrill. I, I can't tell you how excited I am. And you talk about you know, we haven't all been back together on campus. So the students have, have went home. Um, and now this is a little bit of a different time. This is definitely something where not only for the players, but for the coaches, this is a, a totally different experience. How have you been able to adapt and still be able to get in touch with the players and, and still be able to communicate with them during, during this time of not getting to see them and, and, and you know, go through that process of, getting on campus and getting acclimated and, and being able to have that face-to-face interaction. Sure. Yeah. You know, it is, it's, it's tough, you know, I think just be, becoming a new coach and you're so excited for a great opportunity and you, you get the small window of time uh, when you're you know, for basketball, especially when you're hired usually in the spring to get on campus, to meet everybody before finals when they leave. But, you know, obviously it is what it is. And I just, I think, you know, trying to make the most of it. And I think the players have, responded really really well we've had a a bunch of zoom calls and just trying to get to know them as a group and individually and you know the incoming uh freshmen as well 
Um, but also at the same time, just trying to finalize my staff and, and you know, that's going to be a big piece to the puzzle as well. Um, and the timing too, I mean, they're in finals and, um, normally in the basketball, you know, world and athletics, this is sort of like a downtime as far as, um, you know, finals and the student athletes getting ready to go home. Um, but I'm starting a new job and I'm trying to do everything, you know, over the phone and through a screen, but we're making the most of it. I think we're really starting to get to know each other and, you know, building that relationship and that trust, that piece is, is a little tricky over the phone, you know, but I think we're, we're getting there and we're making the, the most of it and um, just sort of, you know, trying to build those relationships. But, um, but you know what, I mean, I'm pleasantly surprised. I think we're, we're getting somewhere um, and it's, it's been great so far. And obviously we saw last year making the Patriot League semifinal for this group. They do lose a, a pretty heavy senior class. What's the key for, from a coach's perspective of replacing, you know, not only great players, but great senior leadership and, and having to kind of fill that void? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what a great year, you know, they had and um, just to see the success, you know, that Lauren was being drafted and everything. But, but you know, Lauren aside, I mean, I just think that senior class is just such a, a, a balanced, solid uh, class, you know, and, and like you said, I mean, they just had a great year. And I don't think, you know, bouncing, you know, rebuild of quote unquote rebuilding year with the new coaching staff, with this whole COVID and everything else, you know, um, we're just going to, you know, do the best job we can and starting to, for them to understand me and getting to know my philosophies and, you know, my culture um, is, is going to be interesting, you know, until we can get to campus. But yeah, I mean, what a great, we're, we're still honoring that class in this year. I think it was just such a great year for, for Holy Cross women's basketball and, um, but I think also these younger players that maybe didn't get as, as much time, um, maybe were, you know, role players in that sense are going to have different roles moving forward. Um, and the opportunity to play, um, is going to be there. So it's, it's, it is a little tricky because in the summertime, building that confidence on the court and building those leadership, um, you know, qualities is you really got to do together in, in a group. Um, but we can't do that, but we're still trying to, um, you know, moving forward after finals, just trying to, to be able to do some X's and O's and watch some video and, and, get, and having some of those younger players grow into those leadership um, roles. Yeah, and you mentioned some of those younger players, a lot of, of talent as well. Sure. What are you most excited about to come in and coach this group? I know you've only been able to kind of do those Zoom virtual calls and things like that, but what most excites you about this group that, that you're coming in to coach? Yeah, sure. You know, obviously I'm pretty familiar. I mean, being in New England, we've played, uh, I've played against Holy Cross at my other school. Um, but, you know, I think that's the beauty of, of, you know, being able to just log on and watch film. I mean, that's, I got all the time in the world to do that, you know, so I, so I definitely feel really excited about the returners as much as what a great class it is that's, that's graduating. I think that the, this returning group, solid group, I mean, we're, maybe we don't have as much size, but I think the quickness and the speed that we have, and uh, especially, you know, and having Avery back in that guard spot and really continuing to, to grow those leadership qualities in her um, and having some of the younger players. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited. I think we're going to be able to push the ball, run the ball, we're going to run the ball and really spread the floor out. I think we're going to be a tough a team to guard for, you know, with our quickness and our speed on the perimeter um, and our athleticism. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be exciting. And, and I think sometimes in that, I think, style of play, just with everything going on and um, maybe not having as much time to really put in a lot of, you know, my stuff right away before maybe we start practice, 
um, just letting them play a little bit more, you know, just letting them play, get used to it, not feel so tight, getting used to playing for a new coach. And um, I, I think that style of play is something that the players have expressed to me that they're really excited about as well. And we talked a little bit at the beginning about what Holy Cross meant to you and, and, and how great of a place that, that Holy Cross is. What's the strengths of being in a program like Holy Cross? We talked about the academics. We talked about everything that kind of, you know, meant something to you and, and being recruited. But what's the strength of being in this program here at Holy Cross? Yeah, you know, I think it's um, it's just a, such an exciting time, you know, to, to be the the new women's basketball coach. I think, you know, just the, the tradition that we're going to continue to build on with the great alums that um, just built such a great legacy of women's basketball and that tradition um, to be able to take that, you know, the next step forward and, and really using this past year um, with the great accomplishments that the seniors did and, and having Lauren be drafted into the WNBA. I think, um, you know, the name Holy Cross, I think academically is just such a strong um, name to recruit nationally, obviously, with the, with the academic um, excellence and, and the basketball tradition. And now, honestly, I mean, the, the new facilities, I just think are for a mid-major school are just one of the best in the, in the entire country. So I'm really excited about the quality of the recruits that we can um, bring in and, and show interest. And already so far, uh, a couple weeks on the job, I'm, I'm just absolutely thrilled with where we're at recruiting. Um, but it's, it's an exciting time. Like I said, and with Marcus and, you know, with the new, with Brett as the new men's coach, I mean, it's just, it's, it's an exciting time and I'm just really honored to be a part of it. And we talked about, you know, everything and, and the direction that things are going for you. What's something that you want to bring to this program here at Holy Cross in, in, you know, your coaching style or just in general, what's something that, you know, you've really used in your coaching career and something that you kind of want to bring uh, to Holy Cross? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a great question. I mean, obviously, I w had the, the great opportunity to work for my dad, who's, who's still the head coach at, at Army. And those four years that I got to work for him, um, I really learned a lot. And I think it helped prepare me for, you know, my 10 years at, at UNH. But something that he really instilled in me was just, you know, that, that family feel, obviously, but just being a player's coach and, and making sure that the players, no matter what, you know, is going on as far as wins and losses, that you always have their back, you know, and, and they... And, and having that dialogue and being for them to be feel comfortable coming to me and, and, and always having an open door. And uh, I think that right now, especially what's going on in the world, I think is, is for them to feel comfortable with me. Um, and just having that family atmosphere, I think, you know, having two young girls that just idolized, uh, you know, the players where I, you know, at UNH where, where I coached, I mean, they're so excited to get to know the Holy Cross player. Every time I'm on the Zoom calls, they're in, they want to learn, they you want to see everybody. And um, that's just something that's, that's part of, you know, that's who I am. I mean, family is a huge piece uh, for me, obviously working for my dad and, you know, being a coach's kid my entire life, basketball's in my blood. And so I think with my children around and they're going to be around a lot. And that's definitely something that it's also attracted me to Holy Cross a lot. It's just that family atmosphere and um, it's exciting. And I think that players, it's their second home and you want them to feel comfortable. And I think that's where they're going to be able to grow in all areas of their life, not just on the basketball court, but, you know, socially, academically, and just, you know, growing in their four years. 
and and you know of course during this time uh, in 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 this pandemic we've been able to spend a lot of time with family so uh, i know that you know you uh <laughs> showed up here on the zoom call and and uh you know have have your daughter's name on the zoom call so you know i think uh, we're, we're getting you know in the right in the right mindset here but uh you know i i think another you know, big piece to all of this is is obviously there's a lot of, of time in, in the future and, and everything to kind of get back to that, that sense of normalcy after after what has been going on in the world. But for you, what's a goal coming up or, or some things that you hope to accomplish moving forward, especially in that first season? Yeah. Yeah. I think just being able to, like I said, I mean, it's tough to be able to establish, you know, everybody uses the word culture a lot, but I think when you are a new coach um, with a young team, that's really important to just really instill in them my values and what I expect of them and, you know, holding them accountable to those things and, um, you know, and, and for them to understand the bigger picture. I mean, you know, I think we're com I'm coming in at a time where, what a great year they had and the seniors that they had. And so quote unquote, I said this to the players, it is technically a rebuilding year, you know, whether I'm here or I'm not here. So I think in that sense, you know, I'm coming in, I think at, at a great time where they can, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable, don't feel that pressure on them. Um, and, and in my, you know, my experience, those are the years that, you know, I think you surprise a lot of people, to be honest, when you don't have that pressure on you. And some of the younger players can kind of play, make mistakes early on, and then come conference time, um, really feel confident. So, yeah, I, I think we're going to honestly surprise a lot of people. I think the, the younger players, the, the incoming freshmen, um, are, is this really solid class as well. And I'm excited to get them, you know, on campus and, and together. But you know, I don't think, you know, necessarily wins and losses and where we're going to finish in the league and kind of all that right now, for me, our goals is just, you know, kind of holding them accountable and, um, and, and making them feel like they're part of the process as well. I think that that's a big, uh, that's always been a big thing for me as a coach is just making sure that the players feel valued every day and um, they feel like they're, they, you know, they have a voice. And, and so I, I, I'm hopeful that so far they do. And I'm excited to, to continue that. And I think I speak for everyone at Holy Cross and that we're excited to get women's basketball back here and, and be able to see you guys compete on the court and, and get everyone back on campus. Uh, one lighter question here and on a little bit lighter note, have you picked up any new hobbies, anything that you've done here during this quarantine time to kind of stay engaged? I, I know, I, I know I've been hearing rumors. I don't have kids myself, but I hear rumors from people who do have kids that say that that does occupy a lot of your time in the sense of having to, you know, hang out with them and keep them entertained during quarantine. But are there any things that, that you've done, any new shows, anything that that's kind of kept your interest peaked during this time? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say that some people that think that they're bored during quarantine, uh, this is going to be like, um, when I get out, when we get out of this quarantine, I'm going to be like, wow, took a new job, sold a house, bought a house, figured out how to move my seven-year-old finished school. I'm like a homeschool. Every, everybody is. I mean, I think that's the funny thing. Like, no matter what, like, I'm not, I'm totally kidding. I'm, what an amazing opportunity this is. And every day I'm so grateful and thankful, but I mean, everybody's in the same boat, right? Whether I think whether you have kids or you, or you don't have kids, I mean, it's just so different and, and getting into a routine, but I will say with a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, I'm not much of a cook, but I feel like I got HelloFresh. So I feel like my cooking skills have improved at least twice 
a week when I get the HelloFresh box. <laughs> um, and my seven-year-old, they're really into like dancing and gymnastics. Um, I don't know how much longer that'll be. My seven-year-old's size of like a 15-year-old. But there, she found TikTok and from the players. So the players one day did the TikTok and now she's into the TikTok. And so all day long, she's doing like the renegade and like all the, <laughs> she's trying to get me to do the dances with her. It's not a pretty sight, but it, but it keeps her moving. It keeps them both moving a little bit. Um, we go for probably like two to three bike rides a day in between, you know, calls and recruiting calls. But, um, not really too much time for the shows, you know. I caught. A, I actually started Mad Men. That's a good one. Um, you know, that's probably it. I don't really have much time. And then Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. That's that's been fantastic. I really enjoyed that. That's that's been a uh, that's been a staple, I think, in the sports world so yeah, far. From thank God for that. What right? I've been hearing hearing from people, but yeah, I think the TikTok is is that something that you've been <laughs> been kind of looking at I I hear rumors from people that this is something that you can kind of go down a an alley for a couple of hours on oh, TikTok is yeah. that is that oh, a I can attest to that I mean my seven-year-old attention span with the TikTok is way better than I hope her, her first grade teacher isn't listening but to way more you know she's more focused on that than a lot of things right now so well, I think I have to be back on the TikTok yeah I think I think the the key here is the first grade class should be teaching the TikTok but I guess <laughs> you know, exactly. that, could, that could be that could be something down the line that, that could definitely be thought about well uh, Maureen we thank you for joining us here on Seder Stories and uh, of course stay safe stay healthy and uh we're excited to, to get you back on campus and, and, and finally be able to, uh, to see some sports uh, at Holy Cross. But again, we appreciate you taking the time out uh, to, uh, to meet with us here for Seder Stories. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. You're awesome. And I can't wait to meet everybody in person. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, we thank everyone for joining us here on Seder Stories. And stay safe, stay healthy, and go cross go. You're busy. We get that. At UMass Memorial Healthcare, we know the last thing you need to worry about is making your next doctor's appointment. So we've made that process even easier. Now you can visit us online at umassmemorial.org appointment to find a doctor and schedule an appointment all from the comfort of anywhere. Choose 24-7 access to a growing list of primary care physicians and specialists at umassmemorial.org appointment. Or give us a call during business hours at 855-UMASS-MD. Schedule your care from anywhere today. It's more than just a story from Big Y. Hi, my name's Ryan. I'm a meat manager from the Great Barrington Big Y. We want to make sure that everybody comes in happy, leaves happy, and wants to come back knowing that we're their butcher. We have all sorts of grass-fed beef in the meat department. If you come in at 7 o'clock at night and go, hey, I want an inch and a half thick ribeye, you're getting an inch and a half thick ribeye. It still feels like that old school butcher. It's giving it to you straight. It's more than food. It's my Big Y. Hello, Crusaders fans. The print shop at Masterman's is proud to be the official screen printing and embroidery specialist of Holy Cross Athletics. Get your team a business logo on apparel and hats with embroidery or screen printing from my huge selection of athletic, high-vis, and work-work holding options, and vinyl banners, too. We'll quickly and easily help you leave your teams or businesses mark on the world. Visit Masterman's.com today. That's Masterman's.com. Masterman's, since 1961. Go Crusaders! Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross Athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go!